Hey everyone, this is Caleb here from In the Mood for Real History. Now before you get started with this episode, if you haven't heard, I want to tell you about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, so let me explain it to you. First off, being on a teacher's salary, I love that it is free. There's also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey all you cool cats and commies, this is In The Mood. Where we're levitating perspectives each episode at the time. Alright, alright, alright. So we have a new week and... Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Welcome to our episode on the coronavirus and our spikes in the coronavirus. Massive last spikes. Weeks. So... Just before we get into the coronavirus, please tell me you have seen this video of Rudy Giuliani having a meltdown literally and figuratively. Well, I like that. Literally and figuratively. He is melting. His he, hair dye is melting. He's just out. like one of those just popsicles on a hot summer day. <laughs> he looked more nervous than when they talked about him pulling his dick out for that girl on in the Borat movie. It's just, it's crazy. He was in this meeting or this, this press conference that was called, you know, in this tight little area that, of course, nobody was wearing a mask, of course. And he just looks like a stuffed vampire. Not even a vampire. He looks like a bald fuck is what he looks like. <laughs> he just, he's sitting there and he's going off and on and on about how the election's been rigged and they have evidence, which he has absolutely no evidence uh, to prove of any rigging that was going on. There, I thought, I thought Georgia. Georgia. Well, Georgia's been called. For like the Pennsylvania, time, Pennsylvania's been called. Like every single state's been called. They have no evidence. Even when they go into the courts, they the lawyers because they can't perjure themselves and prove that they were lying under oath. They say, you know, we have no actual evidence of this happening. But what? There's nothing. But anyway, Rudy Giuliani, he obviously got a little nervous. His hand was in his pocket. You know, he was a little nervous. I think he was double double Ooh. fisting them things. He was double fisting those pockets because his hair dye started to melt out of his hair. And slither on down his cheeks. He looked like he was growing sideburns like as the thing went on. It was just, it was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And he just, he literally looked like a stuffed pig that was melting. It was just, it was horrible. It was, he looked like that grandpa from the original 1970s version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, he, no, no, no. You know what he looked like? What's the uh, Eight Crazy Nights? He Eight, looked <laughs> whitey white whitey <laughs> why does this this election's been rigged but oh my god it was hilarious watching it happen just watching it live happen he just you could tell he was getting nervous you know but my question is why the fuck do you need to get nervous if you're trying to speak the truth to people instead of like that must mean he's hiding something maybe maybe he's hiding something or he, he looked like he was going into withdrawals so i mean you know either one or trying but, to hit on a 16 year old girl god. Hey, don't be nervous. Uncle Rudy's here. Let me let me ask you the questions. I'll ask you the questions, punk. But anyway, so today we're going to talk about the coronavirus. Take us away. Take us with it. Okay, so my question is, we're going to venture off a little bit leading up to it, but in your opinion, describe to me what a cult is. A cult. <laughs> Um, there's so many different avenues. Right, just just right this. off the top of your head. So, pretty much, it's somebody that has 
a fanatical following where they do anything you say, whether you're telling the truth or not, and they follow you to the ends of the earth, essentially, because you give them hope. Whether false hope. Yeah, well, false hope, whether it's real or not, you give them hope. So these are easily, easily impressionable people that believe what you're saying, whether it's real or not, and they will, you know, be your ride or die, pretty much, in my words. That's what I would say. And so my question is, do you think that Trump has this kind of cultish following with him? I mean, without a doubt. I mean, well, but, but what kind of people, what kind of, what, what's the generalization of, of, of him and his followers? Easily impressionable people. They were people who were mad, whether they made it known or not, about two things. Obama being elected, eight years of Obama. So for so long, it had been the status quo was, you know, white people were those in charge and everybody else was kind of beneath. And, you know, they could be, you know, they could make make it air quotes. But then seeing Obama be president of the United States, it just sent it just triggered something in people. And you saw from the beginning, people were attacking him. He's not a Christian. He's not a citizen. He's not this. He's not that. Trying to uh, delegitimize Obama from the get-go. That's the first thing. The second thing is that Trump was able to tap into this simmering anger against the quote-quote establishment. So pretty much this white working class that has felt left behind because... A, Obama came into power, and B, the loss of these jobs, these in- industry jobs the uh, due to automation. Moved to China. Yeah, yeah, they all went to China, which, uh, whatever. But this loss of jobs due to automation, due to new technology, and these people, they're sitting there, and you know they also probably are struggling with the opioid addiction. They have family members who are overdosing on the opioid, due to the opioid uh, epidemic. epidemic going on. So then not only have they lost their jobs, they have not a lot of hope, and now they have some guy walking in here saying, oh, I'm a self-made billionaire, lie, but anyway, and I'm going to fight for you. They have their Messiah then. And so they were ride or die for him from day one. But what did he? what has this quote-unquote self-made billionaire actually done for the blue-collar working-class people that shit. that has filled up arenas, 34,000, 36,000 people. Yeah. Cheering him on. They're cheering him on. They're fighting for him. They're literally fighting for him. And he hadn't done shit for him. Like, I, I, I love asking these people this. Like, are you better off four years, than, or are you better off now than you were four years ago? Well, he's make America great again. Well, what? What? Where do you want to make America gr- back great to? So, do you want to make America great by record cases of Corona or what? Exactly. You know, like in the last week, we have added one million cases. One million cases in one week. It took us close to three months. But to you reach know a million what? Cases first, and now we've reached a million cases in less than a week. But what were you going to say? But you know what? Only 1% of those are deadly. Only 1% are deadly. Okay, well, you know, now every single person that has had corona is considered to have a precondition. A, so now under this new Trump healthcare plan that he allegedly has, they wouldn't be able to get healthcare 
because they have a condition. So all of everybody that has had, it's just like having uh, cancer or anything like that. You now have a condition to where you will not be able to get healthcare under Trump's new healthcare plan. But yeah, it's like he's fought. He said that he's, I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for you. But really he hasn't done anything for the lower working class, white working class. He took away your health care. He's going if he has or he's going to. Uh, your wages are the same. Our minimum wage has not raised over the last four and years. And all like you say, is it actually if we get technical, it hasn't been the same since even in oh eight after Obama no. got elected. Obama right? sent it up to seven twenty five. Yeah. But come on now. Yeah, oh I know. I'm not saying I'm just saying like you want to make America great again, but where do you want to go back to? What is your idealized when was America great? Oh, the 1950s. That's what I hear people say is the 1950s. Oh, so when we were segregated. Um, but hey, what's interesting is the corporate tax rate was the highest it's ever been in the 1950s. It was at 91%. 91% of corporate tax or corporate uh, revenue went towards was taxed. How interesting is that? So that means more money to go around? It's a crazy concept, isn't it? But now, what's the corporate tax? Like 28%, 29%. It's jumped up that much. Went down that yeah, much? Subtracted, yeah, subtracted, more say. Yeah. Uh, you know who was the first president to cut tax rates? Who? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I want the billionaires. Y'all are not going to have to pay as much. It's morning in America. <laughs> Nancy, change my diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little pissy because I've got diaper rash. <laughs> I haven't had my morning shit yet. <laughs> and I'm a cranky old fucker. And you know what? I really, really don't like those Democrats. They're communist. Socialist. Socialist. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. I'm going to give you 60 seconds why socialism is bad. We're going to make Star Wars. We're going to have lasers. I watched this new movie the other day. It's called Invasion of the Martians. What is it? Uh, the Martians Invade. Ronald, that came out in the 50s. I know. I was in it. <laughs> I was I was in it. But anyway, so it's just, it's, it's insane to think about that these people are fanatical about their devotion to Donald Trump, but yet he has done nothing for them. It is literally like a cult. But yet he doesn't mind taking your money for these donations. I got, I can't tell you how many texts and emails from the Trump campaign saying, hey, we need, we're desperately need money to fight these election fraud. So please donate to the Trump campaign. So what does all that money go to then? Building a wall. Well, no, well, truly though, that's illegal. You can't take campaign money to spend on a government uh, fund. But what is that money going to? I really want to know. Can somebody tell me? B, uh, Donald Trump says, oh, the economy's the greatest it's been since, uh, what is it, the Great Depression, or, you know, in 50 years. And who's the economy working for, though? Has that affected you, everyday person? It works for Jeff Bezos. Man, it definitely works for Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos and uh, Elon Bill Musk. Gates and Elon Musk. He's that's a, he, who it was. I was about to say, you they, know, he's now the third richest person. In well, the world. Elon Musk and Bill Ga or uh, Jeff Bezos has made one hundred and thirty-three billion dollars between the two of them just since the coronavirus pandemic. 
That's nine months. And you know what? I think you need to let the viewers know your little beef with Elon about uh, what was it he was doing with his workers? Elon Musk, well, first off, my my first fuck you of the night, we're waited 11, 11 minutes. I made it 11 minutes without saying fuck you. So Elon Musk, my first fuck you of the night goes to you. When the coronavirus pandemic broke out, Elon Musk refused to close down his factory in California, even though Governor uh, Gavin Newsom ordered all the businesses to close down. He kept his going because he he said his workers should be fine, and he said if the workers didn't show up, they'd be fired. So fuck you, Elon Musk. Even truly, though even though you are achieving you. new heights with SpaceX, but you know what? Uh, at the expense of who? At the expense of who? At the expense of who? That's who I have to say. So, yeah, it's just, it's insane. And then they want to say, oh, well, you know, we can't afford to shut the government down or we can't afford to do this. But, you know, all these billionaires are out here making money hand over fist and keeping it all all in their bank account. Yeah, we can afford to do this. We can afford to do that. But we can't afford, you know, like a Green New Deal or hell money for teachers and the school systems to safely have school again because you're hell-bent on having school again, which leads us into our topic, talking about in the last week, we have had one million cases added in the last week in the United States. But my question to you is, what exactly is being done to combat that? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Donald Trump went golfing this week instead of going to a G20 summit about how to combat the coronavirus. He skipped out on it, and went golfing. No, I thought I thought people said he was he was he like uh, video time uh, FaceTimed in or something. He wasn't, you know what I mean, for only like a couple minutes. And he said, "Fuck that, I'm going to golf." Because they started saying, you know, the United States has literally shit the bed when it comes to this response, and he's refusing to do anything. He has literally punted away and said, "Well, good luck. I'm not president anymore." That's how he's looking at it. He has not gone to a national security briefing since October. He's the president of the United States. I mean, it is insane. We have Mitch the Turtle McConnell sitting in the Senate, and he has adjourned the Senate instead of even debating about any kind of COVID relief bill. You have workers. This is a bipartisan uh, subject that is popular, but yet no one is doing anything about it. The government is refusing to do anything. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't just shit on just Trump. You have to shit on Mitch the Turtle McConnell as well. Yeah. Because Uh, he is literally, I have a feel, he don't don't know what it's like to fucking struggle, you know? He doesn't give a shit. That's what I'm saying. He does not give a shit about people. He is literally doing whatever he has to do to stay in power. But how the fuck does he keep getting elected if he if he doesn't even though he doesn't do shit for because people don't pay attention to what's going on they just see the R beside his name and vote for him when the, if the citizens of Kentucky because that should be your second fuck you of the night to the Republican citizens of uh, Kentucky. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just a uh, my larger fuck you is to anybody that just votes blindly based on party and that's on both ways. Like, are they doing anything for you? The Democrats and the Republicans in many cases are the same thing. They're two sides of the same coin. They don't give a shit about you. Even the Democrats? A lot of moderate Democrats. I'm just, I'm sorry. Yeah, they, I, think, I think you just, I, I think it needs to be said. So just let I mean, it out, let it out. I've just got something that's laid on my heart, and I know that we're about to go to lunch, but I just need to, I just had this laid on my heart, and I need to say it. In most cases, they don't give a shit about you. 
they're happy keeping the status quo. And the status quo is not getting us anything. What, but in your opinion, what is the status quo though? Like when you describe that, what, what, what do you see as a stat? Like what's the norm for them? Like what, what, what do you, you know what I mean? Like the status quo is just like, well, we just, well, we can't, it's too risky to go and pass a green new deal because it would cost too much money air quotes, but we can spend trillions of dollars in a war and not think twice about it. We can't take these bold plans. Let's just take them incrementally. We can't even, you know what? Baby steps isn't, as an, even like you said, for president-elect Joe Biden, do you necessarily agree with his way of going about things in baby steps? No. I mean, we talked about this, I think, last week. You know, you can't have baby steps when bold steps are needed. Ooh, I like that. You can't have baby steps when bold steps are needed because we're all, we're right at the point of no return. And if we keep taking these baby steps, it's like trying to fight a raging wildfire with a bucket of water. The pail. A pail of water. And it's like, oh, I got you. It's like it doesn't do anything. It reminds me, you know, you know what I picture? I picture Joe Biden getting like like that old man on that Geico commercial. I caught you a dollar. I got you a dollar. Well, I need 50 to pay off my parking ticket. There you well, go. I got you a dollar. I, there's, you got like, 49 more. Get a job. <laughs> Fuck you, Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> get fuck a job. You. you don't even know what the three branches of government are, Tommy Tuberville. Truly fuck you. But um, it's just, it, it truly blows my mind at the level of incompetence and stupidity that is taking place right now. So, like you say, in your opinion, you think, with Joe Biden, do you think he made turn his back on the progressive people that got him elected though if he does he's stupid because that is the future of the party that is the future of america and i think a bunch of moderates are just a bunch of old people or that do you you think that's true would you say like what young moderate come on now like yeah i mean the moderates are essentially i mean they're i mean they're kind of like republicans almost like What's the difference between like a Joe Manchin in West Virginia who's a Democrat senator and a Marco Rubio, you know? What's the difference? There's not. And it's going to take our generation of progressives stepping up, taking power, and demanding change. Right. Demanding change. So, as an example, like, the whole outlook from Dr. Fauci, what's that looking like? Well, I mean, you know, Dr. Fauci back in April when Donald Trump was saying that this was a liberal hoax uh, was saying, no, you know, just like the Spanish flu of 1918, we had a stark increase in the spring, kind of leveled off in the summer. And then in the winter, when winter was coming, you saw a peak and a spike. And that's where all the deaths happened. It was known as the second wave. Dr. Fauci said the same thing would happen in the fall and winter. And what are we seeing? 100,000 new cases a day. Um, no, no. 198,000 cases was the last uh, number on Friday. Almost 200,000 cases in one day. A million cases in one week. It took us three months to reach a million cases the first time. That is insane. It is exponentially growing across this country out of 48 states only three 
were not considered uh, extreme risk for uh, spread. Only three states. But what are we seeing from government officials? Nothing. They're trying to go about, go along like everything's normal. And yet, you know, there's hospital bed. There's hardly any. Well, open you know, as an example, I saw in uh, El Paso, Texas. I I just looked it up recently that they're having to send in the National Guard because the morgues are overflowing with people. Mm-hmm. So, so, and so you, many- and you know, it's a funny thing. You don't see any fucking reporting on that. No, of course not, because they, the 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 mainstream media, they want to just act like it's just going away. Like Fox News is acting like it's going away. They would rather focus on these hypothetical Let, fake uh, the government or the elections rigged. Donald Trump is zero and twenty nine in court cases, and these are court cases of conservative judges that he appointed. So he's just fighting to- tooth and nail to stay in power, but yet they're ignoring the fact that we have a pandemic that is raging in this country raging because it goes back to he does not give a shit about you he truly does not give a shit about you if he truly cared then he would be fighting and forcing the republicans to do something he would but i'm not i'm not gonna do anything because i only have two months remaining in my tenure well fuck you then fuck you leave 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 well you already have checked out mentally well you never really were there mentally but yeah leave it's like it doesn't, it is mind blowing, but people still support this man, blindly support this man. Without even a hesitation. Yes, and he is not, he's not doing anything for you. He's not doing anything for this country. He is literally spitting in his face and thumbing his nose at you that when we have millions of people that are being affected by this. Not necessarily, it's not just about the virus, it's about our fucking finances. Yeah, look at the economy, how the economy is being affected by this, how people are losing their jobs and never going to get it back. There are small businesses that are closing that will not open back up. I mean, we just had the movie theater that was a, you know, a linchpin of Trustful close uh, this week. It's never going to open back up. There are small businesses that are never going to open back up because... They don't have the finances to do it. And the government won't give them loans in order to stay open. No, not because even passing a PPP program. PP program. They won't even do that. Because they said, oh, well, it costs too much money. So why were you okay to do it back in March? And, and, and you, were willing to, dollar... you were willing to give people $600 a week. Mm-hmm. And that's... And that's Big Daddy Trump himself. Mm-hmm. But yet now, when people need it again, oh, we don't have the money. You're oh, we gotta be, we gotta tighten the belt. Now, tightening the belt means people die. Tightening the belt means people die and lose their benefits. They lose their their only source of income. Because who is it that's being affected the most? Us, lower class people, minority people, and they don't give a shit. And as they an example, like. Why I don't I, what I don't get is why is it that people they're just okay with people with other people getting richer and you're it's like it's like as an example as a race you just see them they're already they're five steps ahead but you don't you just don't realize it you know like but you don't want to catch up you don't want to you, you know what I mean you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstrap snowflake I like you said like how. 
how are people okay with other people with one percenters getting absolutely rich and here you are struggling living paycheck to paycheck it all comes down to a discussion i had last week about and a lot of it i feel like is the development of racism over time because you know racism was built as a way to maintain the status quo a but also to justify it was built off of a lie and it was built to justify the exploitation of people that were viewed lesser than and so one way to do it is to divide up the races and those in power are able to divide people up and say that you know yeah you lower class middle class blue collar white people you'll never be rich but at least you won't be black so you'll you'll be a little bit higher, but at least you won't be that lower, a minority. At least because you won't be a minority. Because what, what's the average income for a, a white family? The average income, the average wealth for a white family of four is $171,000. And for a black family, it is $18,000. So that's, a, that's a, a wage gap right there. That is a drastic wage gap, but nobody wants to talk about that. Because, you know, while it's, you know, at least you're not there. And so that's why we have these corporations and these billionaires being protected by people that they're fucking over every day. Because at least you're not down there. See, you could be worse off. Yeah, but as an example, like, they don't they don't want to share any of their wealth, but they're well, just... Well, we'll let it trickle down a little by little. Oh, we'll give you this little, uh, you know... As an example, you see the, uh, what was it? that Mountain Brook's given their staff like $400. It's a one-time payment of $400. God bless you. Does that make you feel better about yourself? And and you know what's actually I think it's I think it's a little bit of a step in the right direction because it's, at least it's not going to the administrators that you know, already make over 100k a year. You know? You want to pat yourself on the back for that? Like does that ease your conscience? No. And it just it enrages me that these people are sitting up there and having the nerve to tell us, you know, well, you gotta keep you gotta working. you gotta just keep working, yeah. keep keep going harder, keep making the same wages we'll, you'll make. We'll yeah, give, we'll give you a mask. What about access to health care for when we do get sick? Oh well, we got to repeal that, you know, because it's something Obama did. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't, you got to have private insurance, and if you don't have private insurance you're fucked yeah and make sure to pay your monthly premium each month or you won't have or will kick you off oh and, well, and make sure it gets taken out of your it? paycheck how am i gonna get pay it if i don't have a paycheck well i mean shit's yeah. life's hard man yeah hey you just gotta tighten up the belt and pull yourself up by your bootstraps like i did but weren't you born weren't your family on a the corporation that you're now the head of well you know i worked hard to get where i am really did you or did you get it all inherited? Yeah, some of it, but then there are as as but then there are hardworking people who have established themselves to make a lot of money. I'm great. not taking that away from them. Great, no. okay, great, but then pay your taxes, pay your taxes, pay your fair share. Right there. If we can, so can you. But anyway, it's definitely uh, something to think on. Okay, so we've been shitting on Trump pretty much all night and his absolute failure of a response to the coronavirus 
So now we've got to kind of talk about now that President-elect Joe Biden is going to be president January 20th, 2021, like 50-something days now. If they have to drag that orange-haired fucker. Drag him out. Great. Awesome. I would pay to see this. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I would love, I would pay more money. I would, I'd shell out a fucking $100 bill to see Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Box it out. Pay-per-view money to watch. Not even that. Just to watch Donald Trump get drug out of the hot, the white house like i would love it please tmz if you if you ever came in clutch and instead of like interviewing the fucking kardashians or t- following around kanye west please follow around that that, that whenever trump leaves the white house you know right now he is like holed up in the white house he and mike pence they're building a little pillow fort not even a pillow fort they're just holding hands and singing kumbaya but he had to ask mother for permission first you know mike pence had to ask permission so anyway so Joe Biden's plans for how to combat the coronavirus going forward is crazy. First off, he actually has a plan. Which is? He's, well, A, he's admitting that, you know, we have an issue and I'm not just going to ignore it and go play golf. But first, he said the number one thing is actually fixing this failure to test. Donald Trump says, well, the less people we test, the less cases we have. So my question to you is, what about all these false positives of tests that come back? And, you know, as an example, Elon Musk, whenever he had symptoms, he got tested four times and two of them were right. Two of them were positive and two of them were negative. Okay. And that's dealing with you have to invest money, as Joe Biden said, into these tests, not only the vaccines, but getting better quality tests. You know, there's like five different versions of the test that you can do. You have to invest money into it to build a more quality test. So you have to ramp up testing and you have to include the money, the funding to have at-home tests and instant tests. So, so you can scale up the capacity of being able to test and get a better sense of just where we are. So what you're saying is you think, long story short, do you think Biden's just going to spend America into oblivion pretty much? No, we, we that, that's are, what all these Republicans are saying. They're going to spend He's just going to spend America into oblivion. Well, you're a fucking idiot. That's what I have to say. You are truly a fucking idiot. We create our own currency. We cannot go bankrupt. The best dollar in the world, mind you. We cannot go bankrupt. We do not depend on any other country for our currency. We create our own currency. So we set the exchange rate, which means that. Because we have our own currency, as long as we have the amount of resources to back up our spending, we cannot go insolvent. We cannot go bankrupt. That is bullshit that people have used, those in power have used, to keep us from pushing bold policies. So you're a fucking idiot if you believe that. Come at me. So anyway, and that just helps deflect from the issue at hand. You know, during World War II... FDR passed the War Productions Act, which meant that uh, different businesses could be ordered to start making certain things in order to keep, you know, everybody, you know, we could have the uh, resources for the war. Oh, so as an example, like uh, Ford made warships or some shit like that. As an, yeah, like, Ford yeah. made tanks. Yeah, tanks. Ford that's made what it was. planes, stuff like that. And so, you know, they made tanks, planes, uniforms, and all that. So now... That's how we do this, by enacting the War Productions Act, which uh, Joe Biden has said he will do. We can distribute and produce millions of tests. 
millions of tests, which Donald Trump said, well, we're going to do it with ventilators. Ventilators are for when you're near death. Yes, you need but, people which is great, that, but yeah. you need to be, if you don't know who all, the amount of people that you have having this virus, you can't really do that. You know, we need to have, we need to invest in contact tracing. That's how you cut down on the spread. If you're able to say, okay, if you get it tomorrow, we are able to go back and have people that go back and look at where you've been and they're able to alert the people that you have been in contact with. Because if these people keep walking around because they don't know that you have it, that's how this virus spreads so exponentially. Because everybody that you came in contact with has a chance of having it. And then it. you're going to pass it to fucking Grammy and then Grammy's going to get sick yeah. and die. Yeah. And that's how, yeah, Grammy goes. So she, she calls and the Lord's calling her home. And I just got something on my mind. I got a wreck. I will not wear a mask. Second thing, wear a, you have to wear a fucking mask. If I have to see one more fucking post from people, this is my next fuck you of the night. If I have to see something about people saying, I will not give in to government mandates of me wearing a mask. Y'all are sheep. Y'all are sheeple. Like, are we still having this debate now? It's a piece of cloth. And it's proven scientifically that it does help cut down yeah. on the transmission. So for the people that refuse to wear a mask that are these anti-maskers, you don't mind wearing a mask when you go hunt and wearing all that stuff over your face. You know, it's even more I fun. I got a medical condition. Oh, fuck you. You don't mind wearing a mask. You know, it's even more funny. The fact that the people who don't wear masks and get it and have died, they don't even, I, I, I have, researched online that whenever they actually are in the hospital, they still don't believe they have the fucking virus. They, they think that, Oh, I'm, I'm just, this isn't nothing, man. I'm just I'm, under the weather. Yeah. Oh yeah. My, and, then, my... and then you end up fucking croaked out the next day dead, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've just got a cold. It's just a small little cold. Oh my God. You know what I say to that? Fuck. You picky. No, because literally, like, and you know what is crazy is the same people that are so anti-maskers are also the most religious people you'll ever meet. Don't come to me talking to me about God and how, you know, God does this. You need to do this because God says don't do this. And if you refuse to wear a mask to protect others, don't you dare come at me with your religion shit. And you know what? God also say pay 10% on your uh, weekly earn on your paycheck yeah to well, put towards the church how how's many how many going? people how many people you know that do that actually pay 10 percent and not a quick 20 yeah so don't come at me saying all this bullshit when you can't even wear a piece of cloth because you don't want to be uh controlled by the government but anyway the next thing that joe biden actually has planned is to be able to fix these ppe problems or pp yeah ppe problems for good shortages you know yeah that means the government, the federal government, has to take responsibility rather than just saying, you know, states, good luck. Because the states, unlike the government, the states have to balance their budgets each year. Which means most states are going broke right now because they don't have the revenue to be able to pay for so all testing. these things. So they're making cuts in other things, which are just leading to more issues. So well, they you know have what? to actually pass these things in the government, the federal government has to step up and provide these supplies. And you know what? They're going to say, just fuck this. We'll just go ahead and slash education. Yeah, literally. That's how we end up, uh, you know, having to balance the budgets at the state level. So no, 
And so it was the Defense Production Act. My bad. Defense Production Act. That's how you ramp up the production of masks, face shields, all these other PPE equipments. The necessities. Test. Yeah, actual necessities. And you have to get them to areas that are disproportionately affected. Crazy concept, i.e. schools and hospitals. But, and then, you know, it's not good enough just to be ready for this. We have to plan for the future because this is going to happen again. There's going to be pandemics that break out, you know? It's just a natural part of, you know, life. We have, you know, different pandemics that break out, you know, almost yearly. So you have to plan for the future, too, to how to better combat this. We can't be caught with our dick in our hands, pretty much. And so then we have to focus on a national guidance that is clear and concise and, you know, consistent. So instead of just saying at the beginning, well, it's a hoax, and then saying, well, I was never against masks, but then, oh, I'm against masks, or I just, I want to look like a strong man. You know, they actually help communities navigate this pandemic. And that means providing resources for schools, small businesses, and families. That's not some $1,200 check at the beginning and saying, well, good luck. You know, we have to be strict on social distancing. That is how we cut down on the spread. That means actually passing these, uh, have, giving these restaurants, these businesses, the ability to close down and not close down for good. So if that means paying these people to stay home, that's what we have to do. That's how you solve these issues but what would you do about the people that actually have to work like essential workers but joe blow over there is staying home you know okay essential workers have the ppe that they need to stay safe they have extra you know a we could have like a medicare for all that would pay for their uh health care cost not for when they what, what about paying them instead of giving them all these other extra incentives why oh, yeah give well, them... yeah you they get in like i said incentives for having to work extra the most of the people that are deemed essential workers are the ones who are paid the least giving them tell me about it giving them a living wage that can help them offset the risk that they put themselves in you know so it's it's insane crazy concepts but um you know, actually have the government pass coronavirus relief packages that are geared towards helping schools, helping hospitals, helping... Not on Mitch McConnell's watch. You know, we can't afford it. We just can't afford it. You know, fuck you, Mitch McConnell. Truly fuck you. But, um... And then we have to think about, okay, this vaccine's gonna come about soon. Sooner than later. These vaccines, they're already in their later stages and their later trials. Operation Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed, even though I've not done shit to help. But anyway, you know, how are we going to get those distributed equitably, not just towards certain people? You know, we have to get those to the people that need it the most, i.e. hospital workers, essential workers, the most at-risk people. Because most of these uh, vaccines are not just one shot and you're cured. It's, it's multiple yeah. trials. Yeah, it's multiple uh, vaccines that you have to get, you know, multiple uh, doses. doses. So Joe Biden and their group, they have come up with investing $25 billion 
into manufacturing the vaccine and a plan to distribute them to every American for free. But, Crazy concept. But you know what? What about to the people that say, you know what? Nothing is free. Because you end up having to pay for it somehow. Well, then, once again, I will say, you know, we create our own currency. So do we really pay for anything? Do we really, every time that our tax dollars go towards the government, does it really have a bank that's sitting there with this man with a monocle around his eyes sitting there on a big wad of cash? No, they're all numbers digitally. So what I'm saying is, like, get over it. Or would you rather pay for it out of pocket? If you want to be that great person to pay for the your own test out of your pocket, feel free to. But your tax dollars are going towards these things, so why not take advantage of it? You know? That's your tax dollars, so why not just take advantage of it? That's the point of government. You're an idiot, uh, is what I'm trying to get at. But Long story short, you're an idiot. Yeah, and the last thing is trust actual scientists. Crazy. And not politicians. Right, not politicians, and not these crazy whack jobs that claim to know what they're talking about, but they say, you know, well, we just need to just get herd immunity. No. Herd immunity is wonderful, but at the cost of millions of lives. Oh, yeah, those who end up surviving... They'll be immune, but you are willing to sacrifice millions of lives in order to do it. So no, just no. That just means that you don't give a shit about anybody else, and that's just assuming even that you though, will survive. Even though the even though the mortality rate's only one percent, though, and I mean, as an example, you are going to have people die. Okay, so we have three hundred and thirty million Americans. So 1% of that is 3.3 million people that will die. Are you okay with that? 3.3 million people. And now think about that. Who are the ones that are more likely to die disproportionately? Older, older and minority Americans low, uh, that are lower on the socioeconomic status. So you're willing to let 3.3 million people die. That's almost half of the number of people that died in the Holocaust. You're okay with that? That's what I would tell them. Because either they're okay with it, or they're stupid and have not done their research, so they don't know what they're talking about. Which one is it? Are you a terrible person, or are you an idiot? There are some terrible people in this world. So either way, fuck you. That's what I have to say. It only kills 1% of people. Okay. So 1% of Americans, then. Don't just trust what you see on Facebook. Critically think. Because, I mean, you wouldn't be thinking the same thing if you ended up catching it. Yeah. You would, you would want to be... Or if you're a loved one, you're the one that's out there, you know, you don't give a shit until it affects you. You don't not give a shit until it affects you. And then you're like, oh, well, we've got we got to do everything possible and, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. And it's just... We need all your prayers. Just prayers. Nothing else. Yeah. More than that. Prayer, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Well, you know, God also gave us the ability to critically think, so. Air quotes, God. That's another joint for another day. Yes, sir. But it's just, it blows my mind at the at people. You know, they, they are so willing to just not give a shit unless it affects them. 
and I just I don't get it. I don't get how you can be claim to be so holier than thou, so religious, so I love everybody, but yet you don't give a shit about people. You truly don't give a shit about people until it affects you. Then you want everybody to feel sorry for you and do everything in the world that you can to, you know, solve it. But. So regarding Joe Biden's like so-called plan, he, which is proven he has in place. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, what would you want to see him implement at like whenever he officially enters in office to in order to what do you think he will his first necessary steps are you know what i mean because like these are just it's not in number like in particular order he was just writing out a list of ideas correct well i mean that's the plan it's a transition we have to actually first have access to you know the national security briefings to you know this every other transition team that you know obama did willingly for trump when he was coming into office you think the uh, Obama wanted to help Trump one bit? Not one bit, but he did. And Donald Trump is doing absolutely nothing. By refusing to concede, that is at the risk of costing people their lives. But he don't care because he's going to get the best Medicare possible. Socialist medicine, you know, taxpayer-funded medicine that he got. But he didn't give a shit about anybody else. Doesn't give a shit. So it's just... You know, at the end of the day, we have to hold those in power accountable. God, you are just preaching on that one. I think it's I think it's really, really accurate because why is it as a a society that we do not hold people that are in power to higher standards? I don't get it. I don't know why. It's like we're just so complacent. Is it, is it complacent or are we scared the fact that they're going to, like, as an example, like, they... I think we also just assume that because they're in that position of power, that they know what they're doing. And right there, half of these people are fucking idiots. Look at Tommy Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville, they're incompetent people. They're failing up. Like, most people, if they fail, they get knocked down or wrong. But these people are failing up. Like, Donald Trump is a failure of a businessman. A failure of a president, but yet he won the presidency as a failure in life. And even as, even though he lost, how many he got more people to vote for him this election than the previous one? Yeah, he is the second most votes ever in presidential history, ever behind Joe Biden, which that makes me feel good too. But yes, which I love the fact that Donald Trump claims that Joe Biden is the worst candidate ever. And he lost to him. So you lost to the worst candidate ever. So what does that make you? That's what I want to know. But yeah, it just, it blows my mind. Truly blows my mind that people, it comes down to holding our elected officials accountable. And until we do that, we're not going to do shit. But how do you know it's just not just a merry-go-round where it just keeps going on and on and on about people that have power will stay in power? You know, yeah, but it's called we have to demand uh, accountability. And if they don't do what they were elected to do, we vote them out. All right. So I'm fixing to throw you a little I'm, I'm fixing to sh- uh, shoot at you from a from a advantage point right here. So as an example, do you think Joe Biden has necessarily made the best moves uh, with his appointees so far? 
I mean, we talked about that last no, week. No, no, I'm, no, I'm talking about like regarding the fact that he is completely like he's just stuck in the middle, man. And he just, like you said, he doesn't, it just, it just seems like he will not move left. He it seems like he will, he will move right more before he moves left. Yeah. Because he's a moderate. So I, I, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, like when you're, when you're sitting there bashing Bernie saying, no, no, I beat the socialist. I beat the socialist right there. What is that telling the left wing of the party? You know? So yeah, he's more quickly to move right than left because He's essentially a moderate. He's a moderate. And why would they want a le- leftist in power? Because that would challenge the status quo. But you think Joe Biden's happy with the status quo? Incrementalism is, isn't it essentially the status quo? If What is incrementalism? You know, baby steps. You know? Because at the, at the rate we're at, where we are right now, we need bold policies, bold plans, and baby steps not cutting it. The sad part is that it actually takes a, an old mad scientist named Bernie Sanders. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pass the Green New Deal. We're going to tax the rich, tax the billionaires. Pay their fair share. And we're going to have workers' rights. Okay? Okay. I, you know what? You know what I picture whenever I see Joe Biden says... I picture him winking and says, I'm a union guy. <laughs> With a wink With and, a and a little ching. I'm a wing. I'm a union guy. But really, you know, even though I get paid off by big corporations, I'm still a union guy. Go get a job. And you know what? You can't have your semi-automatic rifles. <laughs> you just keep going back I just to that. The, going I back just love seeing that confrontation with that guy. It is just the funniest fucking thing. It is. Who's in here, punk? Looking. <laughs> what you want, fatty? <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> he says you you can have your shotguns, but you can't have your rifles. <laughs> your rifles. <laughs> and I'm going outlaw anybody who can thinks they can have their rifles. Rifles. Man, where I'm going to ban the sale of ammo. And then you just look over in the corner, and Mitch McConnell's just peeping his head out of his shell. He goes, Mer. I'm going to go back to the Senate. I'm going to go back to uh, Kentucky now. I'm, I'm going to crawl back to the Senate. You know, we take it slow. That's why I'm a conservative. I like to go slow. We eventually make it there. God, I really hate Mitch McConnell. I'm sorry. Like, that is a sorry excuse for a human being. Like, a sorry... Have you ever heard... I've never... I guess the term is sorry sack of shit, but, you know, that's an alliteration, too. Sack of poo. Poopy. Well, literally, like, a he's a Mitch McConnell shit. Like, he's just horrible. You know what? That, that's a pellet shit is what it is. <laughs> Pellets. <laughs> it's like you're just like you're uh, chunking spitballs or something. God, I can't say that. But anyway, all that to say... We are by the next time we probably record, we'll have another million cases that have been di- di- um, diagnosed of the coronavirus, and we're gonna still see Trump on the golf course, and he's gonna still golf while you know Nero played the fiddle while Rome burned, and Donald Trump is going to attempt to golf while 
the coronavirus is spreading across the United States like a wildfire. And Jeff Bezos keeps getting richer and richer. And Jeff Bezos keeps getting richer and richer. And Tommy Tuberville is still trying to figure out the three ho- branches of government. He, he, so, oh, you know what? The man found two, but he, that, that third No, he, he didn't even name two. He named one. He said, the House, the Senate, and the Executive. The House and the Senate make up the legislative, you dumb fuck. That's the one you just got elected to. Um, it's called the Judicial, the Legislative, and the ele- uh, Executive. It's like seventh grade civics right there. Someone didn't pass. But my daddy fought in the in the war to free Europe from socialism. Once again, you are wrong. You it was are wrong. Communism. It, no, it was fascism. No, that they fought. To, yeah, but then during the nineteen eighties, it was, no, he was talking about World War Two. His dad fought in World War Two to free Europe from fascism. We fought with the communists. We fought on the side of the communists. We were allies with the Soviet Union. Like. You're an idiot, Tommy Tuberville. You are truly an idiot. And that's our senator, people. That's our senator. So, but anyway, that's just my thought on the matter. And it was just laid on my heart. So I thought that I should share. The greater good. Yep. I thought that I should share. So, uh, Lord willing, we will be. (laughs) Lord willing, we'll we'll be able to. We'll 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 be be back here here next week. Same time. Same time, same place. Y'all make sure to check us out. Make sure to tell us what you think. Tell us uh, in the comment section. What you do you know think? what? If you think our show is just a bunch of malarkey, you better let us know. If you think it's a bunch of malarkey, we want to hear why. And, if, and you know what? And if you do or do not want your semi-automatic rifles, you make sure to let us know. Make sure to let us know. Join the uh, Socialist Rifle Association. Shout out. Woo! So, until next week, take us out, Zach. Levitating perspectives each episode at the time. Y'all have a great rest of your week. And wear a fucking mask.